Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day three of our Love Like Jesus devotional that we're going to do intermittently over the next month, so yeah. be ready for that. There's a link to it in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Luke chapter 6, verse 32 through 36, and it says this. If you love only those who love you, why should you get credit for that? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good only to those who do good to you, why should you get credit? Even sinners do that much. And if you lend money only to those who can repay you, why should you get credit? Even sinners will lend to other sinners for full return. Love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to be repaid. Then your reward from heaven will be very great, and you will be truly acting as children of the Most High, for he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your Father is compassionate. The devotional is titled, The Mission of God, and it says this, God is on a mission. I am certain of this. God is just as alive, involved, and at work today as he was during the thousands of years scripture records. In the beginning, he created everything in a balanced state of harmony, form, and beauty. However, the pinnacle of his creation rejected divine intimacy. Ever since, God has been wooing us back to him. It is the ultimate love story. God dives into the frozen lake when we fall through. He runs into the flaming building when we are trapped inside. He melts the callous walls of our hearts when we isolate and fortify ourselves inside our own fear, hate, shame, or insecurities. But the best part is, he calls us to join him on this mission of hope. We were once God's enemy, choosing any number of false gods. He loved us so much that he sent and gave up his one and only son for us, his enemy. This is the example being set for us. Our hope and the mission we are called to join is love our enemies. That is the most evangelistic thing we'll ever do. It's more than words and more than actions. It's a lifestyle that participates in the mission of God. When the world sees a movement of people having enough self-control not to fight back, enough compassion to find solidarity, and enough humility to realize the power and weakness, then the world will come to know Christ in his true form. Yeah, this is so good. I like that it kind of calls out the elephant in the room, that a lot of us feel like we're trapped in this cycle of, I just have to keep up with life. I'm trying to pay for rent or a mortgage. We're trying for a baby. We're trying for a relationship. We're trying to climb the corporate ladder. We're, try, we're trying to do all this stuff, but are we trying to love our enemies? Yeah. And we get so busy and caught up in our own little world that we forget that we're not the only people in this world. Yeah. And I'm guilty of that. Tor and I unfortunately have a neighbor that went through a hardship and now I'm personally feeling convicted right now that we haven't checked in more. Mm -hmm. We haven't loved her like our neighbor the way we should have been lately. Mm -hmm. Now we have been there for her intermittently, yeah. but not as intentionally as we, as we should have been. And why yeah. my excuse is well, we've been really busy. Right. Oh, I, I have to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to check in on Micah. 
I can't take five minutes. But I think what happens is, is we fail to see that that five minutes of a check-in, the impact that that can have. And the big thing that I want to pull from this is like, if you go knock on your neighbor's door and check in on them, okay, that's nice. But imagine if every single believer went and knocked on their neighbor's door and checked in on them. Imagine the movement that would happen with that. Yeah. And so it may feel small to us. It could actually be one massive movement. Yeah. And to know that we can play a role in that. And so I think that's what I feel really encouraged by in this devotional is not to minimize the impact that checking in on somebody who's not in our circle of influence, yeah. who's not in our daily life. Mm-hmm. Someone who you do see having some struggles or that person who lashed out at you showing them grace and forgiveness or that person I'm calling myself out who cuts you off while you're driving to not think terrible things about them, you know, to look at people the way God looks at them when he says he, he shows mercy to the wicked. Yeah. And I just think that this is a great call up for us to remember that life is not just about us. Yeah. Yeah. We're important to ourselves, but we're playing a role in God's kingdom being built. Yeah. And we can get so sucked into building our own kingdom and we're so busy, just like what John Mark Comer talks about in the Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, that we're, we're so busy that we're not loving like Jesus has called us to love. Yeah, that's really good. And that scripture in itself oh, yeah, is it so <laughs> convicting, right? It's like, okay, love those who love you. Like, good for you. Yep, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Super easy serve those who serve you. Like, good for you. You know, and I feel like so often we love people or we check in on people that we love and they love us. And we're over here patting our backs, like, look at us being such a good neighbor, yeah. you know? And it's like, no, how much are we serving for an audience that is not applauding for us? You know, like for people who aren't for us, right? Like, He's saying, love our enemies. You know, the definition of an enemy, that's not someone that's for you, right? It's like, we need to be praying and loving people who are not for the kingdom of God. Like we need to be going out of our way to serve and love and reach people and bring them into the kingdom of God, right? Show God's love, be his hands and feet in a new and a different way and it's encouraging and it's challenging, right? Because like the verse is saying, it's pretty easy to love people who love us, right? It feels good. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder to love people who don't love us, who maybe don't see life the same way we see life, who don't have the relationship with God that we have with God. And maybe we just don't fully understand or we don't click. And that person might not be in your inner circle. You might not do daily life with them, but that does not mean that you are not called to love them and pray for them. And so I think it's really important that we stretch ourselves, that we make ourselves a little bit uncomfortable um, and that we pray to see opportunities to share the gospel in this way, because that really is the heart of the Father. Yeah, and I think if you are wondering, okay, well, how do I love my enemy? Mm-hmm. Well, we have to go back to different descriptions of love in the Bible, which yeah. is in First Corinthians chapter 13. Love is patient. Let's try to be patient with people, even again, yeah. if it's just a small moment where mm-hmm. someone does something to you and you say, hey, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. And you don't have to like 
go and then hit them with a Bible. What yeah. I'm saying is you can show this in a variety of ways. You can be kind to somebody. Yeah. You, you can, by not being envious of people, by not mm-hmm. boasting about your own accomplishments, by asking someone about their life, yeah. by taking an invested role in their life. And yeah. so there's a variety of ways yeah. for us to do this. But the only way we'll do it is when we realize the importance of it by getting called out from scripture like this, that yeah. it's so easy for us to love people that are lovable. Mm-hmm. But whenever we're tasked with loving people who maybe we feel are unlovable, like they're against us, they're not walking arm in arm with us, that's where it really requires us to practice love versus just walking in what's kind of easy. Because it's so easy for me to love Tori, right? Well, I think everyone feels that way. But it's just that feeling of like, oh gosh, okay, now this person literally hates who I am. How do I show them um, a side of me where they don't feel like I hate them? Right. You know, and so, Yeah. yeah. Good. Want to praise him out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for conviction, Father, that it doesn't always feel good, but that we can rejoice in it, Father, because you are love. You are good, and you call us to do things that are not necessarily easy, but they are good. So, Father, would you open our eyes today to the opportunities that you have placed in front of us to love our enemies, Father, to love those people that are not necessarily easy for us to love, who might not love us back. Father, give us compassion, give us mercy, give us grace, give us patience, give us kindness. Father, help us love the way you love, the way that you love us when we're so undeserving of it. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We praise we praise you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now it's that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Adios. Adios.